0: Yo, episode 33 of the Rollin' Ramblin' podcast with Steve Bertrand. I sometimes think I'm going to start podcasts off with ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, but I'm not uh, D-Generation X, nor am I Michael Buffer, so I skipped that part. I've decided something. I'm working very hard and very diligently to sort of uh, curb my social media usage. That might sound funny because I'm trying to sort of continuously promote this podcast and get things out there and get things moving and do all those different types of things. Um, But I realized, like, the number one thing is Instagram makes me feel fat. Straight up makes me feel fat, unhealthy, and unproductive, and all those things. Because like everybody that you see on there is working out and sweating. They're doing some basement workout. They're doing some crazy junk. Like I, I represent um, Libert Fitness as an ambassador, and I don't post that often. You know what I mean? Like I just, I just don't post. The, I don't, I don't know. And I'm not like, I, I guess like, even though I'm not a dad, you would consider I have a dad bot, right? You know, and I, I just, I, I can't scream my life at the universe anymore. I can just show everybody the good stuff. You know what I mean? Um, I, I have to be real. Part of, part of this, this podcast is me being, you know, introspective, looking into everything that I've got going on and, and, and talking about the journey, talking about everything that I'm dealing with. But it's also like a, a place where I can sort of talk about whatever the hell I want. That's one thing that I noticed I haven't really been doing very much of, is just sort of things that bother me throughout the day. I haven't necessarily talked a lot about you know because you would think like in general I would talk a lot about accessibility and, and all these different things but I just it's it's hard to find stuff to care about I mean Instagram and social media like Facebook, Facebook it just generally seems to be a place where people can start fights you know they post something and then someone comments and whether they like it or not It doesn't matter. They just want to start that argument because they're bored, and then they can get involved in something. Like, I was watching a clip from uh, Andrew Schultz, a comedian that I really like, and, you know, it's sort of his shtick in a lot of his videos, and in most of his stand-up, it seems, even in, like, when he's been on podcasts and stuff, his, his shtick is sort of just, like, harassing people in the front row, and and giving him the gears. And he doesn't really have a set a lot of the time. He's just goofing around. And and goes sort of freestyle on all these people. And I love it. I think it's hilarious. And it helps me think about being more creative when I talk on here. And things like that. Uh, but it, it's, just, it's just funny. And this one guy was like, bro, what are you going to Like his big comment. Like, bro, what are you going to do? Like, uh, no, crowds don't even get together because of COVID. And like, you know. You better find another career. All this bullying stuff ain't working. And then, and I'm just like, and then someone replied to him. And then he's like, yeah, well, next time you see him swallow your kid, swallow his kids, right? Like, um, you know, just, just dumb comments, right? Like, first off, the fact that you commented in the first place, to tell somebody how they're going to do things. It's just because you want to be heard. Number two. The reply to the person that was sort of defending him. Uh, if you wanted to stick that out. That could actually be bullying as well. So. Um, you know. I just find it like it's just back and forth. And then you start reading different things. And. You get stuck. Like You, get, you just get stuck in. This Facebook land. Of, of going down a like a rabbit hole, basically going down a, uh, in my term, you go down a shit hole, because it's just, it's just, it's really, it's just really bad stuff, there's not much, there's not much positive on there anymore, you know, and then Instagram is even worse, like I said, it's just everybody's like, you know, hitting up, the, hitting up, you know, they're just doing another, the millionth set of, squats or, you know, Whatever kind of exercise they're doing, everybody's ripped, and you know it's just it's a place where it's very difficult to feel like anyone is being genuine. I and mean, then not to not to sort of disparage myself in a lot of ways, but I feel like you know, and I again I appreciate everybody that listens to this podcast that goes through the process. I I really do. It was like i get i get minimal views on everything that I've ever done, and yet somebody goes and does fifty chin ups or somebody like uh you know does some parkour flips, which are super cool, you know things like that, or they're half naked people on on the internet i'm not gonna I'm not gonna get into a situation where I'm just disparaging um you know any specific gender, but obviously like you know and and I'm calling people out. If if you throw on a bikini and hang your ass out for the world to see, and you get followers, that doesn't make you an influencer. It makes you somebody that is able to find a group of people that like seeing you pretty much naked. And the reason I mention that is because then, then people take accounts like that. And then they... They, they're like, oh, I'm an influencer, so I can make money. And yeah, you get clothes and stuff. You get stuff sent to you. And sometimes you get probably weird creepos that send you money and different things like that. But but do you really make money by doing that enough to justify throwing out all that content and doing all those things? And again, I'm not talking about, you know, feeling empowered by all that bullshit, but but just the idea of that is important to think about like in terms of legacy and things right you know I, I don't know who wrote the book Um I don't know if it was an article or a book but I there's there's something that have been going around as the right to die right which is basically the fact that even though you're going to be dead and gone one day your social media hangs around and yeah you've got pinup girls from back in the day that that have those things and they can be proud of uh, and I'm not again not just talking about like ladies in general, but but anybody that puts anything on the internet. Number one. You're probably not as important as you think you are because I've come to realize that I'm not all that important. I just talk about stuff and if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. And. But like I often think about my legacy. I often think about you know if, if again it's twenty. We're in twenty twenty one right now, but like. In 2052 or 2062, you know, whatever it is, somebody's hopefully listening to this episode. And if you're related to me and maybe you got to know me for a bit, maybe I'm, maybe I'm like the, the great uncle or something, you know, maybe I'm, and maybe I'm talking to, uh, sort of like my niece currently is, is seven, almost seven at the time of this podcast, and I've got another one that's 22, got some, uh, you know, I've got my, uh, my sisters, and 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 one of my other sisters' step boys there. Um, I never know if like step uncle is an actual thing. So, but they're you know right now fourteen, I think, uh, what is seventeen fourteen and I think eleven, um. And you know, in, so if we look at this thing, thirty something years down the road, they're adults with their own kids. Who may already have, who who may or may not already have uh, a kid of their own, right? So at this point, I'm multiple generations up from from whoever I'm, whoever is listening to this in twenty fifty one or fifty two, and you get a chance to to listen to me through all of this pandemic, through everything that I go through. You get you get some sort of some sort of insight into what it's like to be me, you know, and as I go through all this stuff, I look at what I want to develop, like as a person, I want to develop new skills, I just do, I want to be funnier, Um, and I think, sometimes I think I'm hilarious, but I want to develop that ability to laugh more and be happier, and make other people laugh. Sometimes I tell stupid jokes. So here's my stupid joke for today. What happened to the frog's car? It got towed away. (laughs) Uh, Ben that's dumb. Um, So. I'm just really in the zone of. Of understanding that for. A lot of years, I've hated myself to a degree, and I just don't. I don't want to anymore. Anyway. Like I don't. I don't hold any resentment towards old me or past me. Like everything that I've gone through, all the development that I've done, and everything has made me who I am. But you know, at the end of the day, we're all dealing with COVID. I'm dealing with a disability. We're dealing with a bunch of different setbacks all the time. But what legacy do I want to leave like like I don't know I' mean, I've sort of mentioned all this before but but I think one of the things that I gotta recognize is that not only is social media sort of making me feel like I'm being productive when I'm not, but it also is simultaneously wasting my time and I can recognize that. I have a friend that's a you know he's pretty much same same age as me he's, I think he's a year younger. He's actually, you younger, his birthday's in July. Um, but he's worked his whole life and kind of climbed his way up the top of this big corporation. And, and you know, he's done well for himself. And he's he, he's done it all with, like, I think it's been at least a decade, maybe a little bit more, that he hasn't been on any social media. He was on Facebook for a long time, uh, you know, when it originally started, when we were all kind of on it. And and then he just he hasn't been on it. We talked about it yesterday, and he says I don't miss it at all. And he says I talk to who I want to talk to, and if they don't want to talk to me, I don't talk to them. Right. So he calls me. We talk on the phone. We text each other, but there's no social media communication. Every once in a while, he sends me an email with something funny in it. And I was talking to my mom about this too. It was it was really interesting. Like like and I'm not trying to be a jerk, but think about this. Think about the fact that we used to, back in the day, even me as a kid, like, you know, we had, I remember remembering 10 or 12, maybe 13 numbers, phone numbers, friends and family and things. You always had to remember your house phone so you could tell somebody to call back home. You maybe had to remember also like another emergency number if it was your parents' work number or something like that. And then you had like room for like probably seven or eight more of your friends' phone numbers, you know what I mean? And you, you, you just did it by memory. And here's a crazy, 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 crazy concept. When when you used to call somebody, this is going to blow your friggin' mind, when you used to call somebody back in the day, sometimes they weren't there. Wow. That's somebody's mind being blown right there, hey? Like... Like especially before answering machines, like when my when my parents were younger, they were younger than I am now, like even in their early 30s. Um they would phone someone and that person wouldn't be home. And then they'd have to get this. They would have to call them back. Holy shit. Right? How dare that person not be around when when I call them or when someone calls them? Right, like it's crazy. Like you, someone texts me and you just text them back instantly. Like there's no ability to put your phone down and just watch something or do something or like just not be instantly available for everything. Like even work shit. I don't know. I'm I'm swearing a lot on this podcast episode, and um, but hey, that's. That's kinda of where I'm going. Um anyway, lots of arms and ahs and likes and swearing and whatever. I'm not even drunk. I'm drinking my tea. But this concept of just being so instantly and readily available. You know what I mean? Like just, just this ability to like I, I have all my Work notifications on my phone, so even if I get a work email, or if I get a regular email, or if I get a notification off of Slack, or if I get any of that stuff, it's constantly on my phone. Like there's notifications right now. Obviously, there's some text and YouTube and different things like that. Uh, but there's work notifications as well, and it's like it's Friday night. It's a, for me right here. It's eleven twenty three. Whilst I'm recording this, but it. And again, it's not required necessarily that I, I, I get back to any of that stuff. But how do you ignore it? At any point, if the notifications are always there, you know, if they want everybody claims that they they want to have this work life balance, and it's very difficult to get that nowadays, especially because. Like, well, I'm looking at my computer right now. It's turned off, but I'm sitting right by it because it's in my living room, right by my TV. So my home computer and my phone, they're both for pleasure and for work purposes. And then on top of that, you're shoving social media up everyone's ass. Like, and just everybody screams importance. And then if you miss somebody's birthday or you miss some sort of notification, there's this inherent guilt with it. It's a very odd thing. That's why I envy people like Bill Burr. I mean, Bill Burr was on Joe Rogan's podcast a long time ago, and before he moved to Spotify, I used to watch the clips all the time on on YouTube, and I still watch clips on YouTube and Facebook and junk. I love Bill Burr, and F for Family, his show on Netflix is hilarious. But anyway, back when there was the whole, all the riots in, and, and I think, Seattle and Portland and all that stuff, there was like seven blocks that were on fire, and I remember Bill Burr saying to Joe, he's like, I am so, like, there was seven blocks of his city on fire, and I had no idea. He's like, I don't pay attention. He goes on social media long enough to promote his... Podcast or his Netflix special or whatever he's doing his new season of his show, and then he just goes off of that. Like every once in a while, I'll get a notification from him, and it'll just be like a football, like on the like on the weekend it was like F and Browns, except he swore. I don't know why I'm not swearing now that I mentioned it before, but but that's that's all he does, and like his life is no better or worse. Well, it's, it's no it's no worse because he's not on social media as much. And my friend, uh, who I just mentioned before, he, he loves his life the way it is. Like he actually goes outside and does things. Right? Like even before COVID, he went outside and did things and sometimes he left his phone at home. I've done that a few times and like kind of broke out in sweats, but not really. And I just stopped doing it. And I there was a there was a few days there where I was doing the Tony Robbins thing and I just every time I popped on Facebook, I felt even worse, but now, now I'm just realizing like the direction of my life that I want to go, and social media has very, very, very little to do with it. Anyway, I don't know what I don't know what that that means for me or anybody else, and I'm obviously still going to be available uh, on those platforms, but I'm just going to be a lot less available for scrolling through and wasting my time with uh stuff that doesn't make me feel good. And I challenge you to do the same. Awesome. Uh podpage.com forward slash rolling and rambling one. And don't forget your hyphens. Or Steve at dotca or is it dot com. Steve at dot I don't know why I forgot that. And uh yeah. Have yourself a good night, and we'll see you for episode 33. But this has been episode 32 of the Rolling Ramblin' Podcast with Steve Bertrand.